The following is a paid program on this station. Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to this week's Your Partner in Law. I'm Rick Gregorick from the law firm of Gregorick & Associates and I'm pleased to have uh, Ted Hansen in the house this morning. Uh, good morning, Ted. Good morning to uh, you. Oh, he says with a such bright-eyed and bushy tail. I do. Sunny and 70 this morning as usual. <laughs> Just perfect out there. Well, you know, I want to go back, you know, at the beginning of the year, we always like to kind of have our resolutions and all those kind of things, and I think most of those resolution periods are about ending here. We say last done, week, actually. About the last yeah, uh, week yeah. of January or something, they'll be done. But I want to put one big bugaboo in people's, um, you know, planning process here and, and thought process as we um, enter this new 2020. Wow. Um, great, um, great date, I guess. And... It's really about, you know, our show's about estate planning, elder laws, real estate, taxes, and business planning, um, really focusing in on a lot of individual aspects of those components. And I think one of the things we do quite a bit of is trying to dispel certain myths that uh, seem to surround the estate planning um, motif. Um, You know, what is it? Who's an estate planner? What's it mean? Yeah, you know, there's just so many things that seem to really confuse folks. And then there's the folklore and things of that nature. So I really wanted to, you know, B2B, back to basics, and just kind of lay the foundational work on what the heck are we talking about here? You know, I was reading an article in uh, Forbes, Ted, and it was talking about, you know, when they interview people and ask them if they have an estate plan that many people answer with, well, yes, I have a will. And we know, and even the interviewers at Forbes knew or know, that a will in and of itself is not an estate plan. It's simply an estate planning document, one of many, and addresses certain aspects, but again, only addresses issues that arise following your death. So we want to talk a little bit more about what we talk about um, somewhat endlessly and certainly talk about at all of our events and our classes is an integrated approach to estate planning. And that really starts with a different foundational concept of estate planning. And as we've said so many times, Ted, you know, an estate plan, you know, it's not an event when we do our estate plan. It's not something that I do and say, I did my will, I'm done. That's not an estate plan. An estate plan is something that has longevity. It needs to address issues while you're alive, well and okay. What happens in the event of disability? And then, of course, following what happens on your death. And so putting in this type of proactive planning and anticipatory planning is really the crux of it, that Estate planning is a process, not a singular event or a singular transaction or a singular document. All of you, all of us, need a multiple of documents depending on your situation. So today I thought we'd just spend a few minutes uh, discussing this, and then I wanted to uh, kind of touch on the SECURE Act, which hopefully you're all starting to hear about, and it ought to give you pause to say, how does that affect me? Now, folks, the SECURE Act was, um, went into law January 1st of this year, and it impacts virtually everyone who has an IRA or a retirement plan that may become an IRA, um, 401Ks, 457s, uh, uh, 403Bs, all of your you know different employer pension type plans. These are all going to be different now in how they work, how they operate, and things you must know and do 
to avoid some very unintended consequences that could arise um, by not understanding the new rules. So we're going to be talking about those. And, of course, we do have our Real Retirement and the Secure Act class coming up on uh, January 30th. Um, We wanted to kick this year off right, so it's a free event. January 30th, that's a Thursday night at 6.30. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and get your free tickets. It will probably sell out this weekend, so um, go ahead and um, get on there uh, this morning if you can. And that's um, any place on the World Wide Web. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and click on the event uh, Real Retirement and the Secure Act and uh, get your tickets. Uh, We certainly look uh, forward to seeing you out there, and we'll get you all up to speed on the um, Secure Act and some of your options and what you may want to do relative to your estate plan because this dis- this was a game changer, Ted. I mean, when we read through this, we're going, wow, there's some good things and well, yeah, there's a couple things. gotchas, That's you right. know? That's right. And, and you know, as part of this thing, in all truthfulness, is we don't, we don't actually have what they call the regulations in place yet for this particular act. Uh, however, we do know the framework for it, but exactly how some of these uh, various things are going to work out in the long run, we just don't know yet because we don't have the actual law yet, right? We have the law, but we don't have the... How do we call it? The mechanics of how the laws to Right. I mean, so, you know, Congress passed the bill and the president signed it. So now it's law. And since it's dealing with taxes, it goes over to the Treasury. That's right. They're at Treasury Department where they interface with the IRS and a number of other entities. And and they're going to write up the regulations or the Internal Revenue Code that will implement this. So they'll go in and amend the code for these provisions. Now, some of them are rather clear cut on what they will be doing. There's some questions on some other elements. There are some definitional issues that have um, need to be addressed. But fear not, we are on top of it, and especially with our buddies at uh, Wealth Council and Elder Council and the other professional organizations that we work very closely with on a near daily basis. They've got their research gurus um, tackling this. Uh, we're looking at some national experts to um, help in this process. And what's most important, though, is that we get the word out to you because these, 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 these take effect. And there are certain things for some of you that you're going to have to do this year yeah. to avoid penalties or that. And so there's a lot to learn. So we are going to give you all the basics and the preliminaries and the law um, as it stands today at uh, Real Retirement and the SECURE Act, our class coming up on uh, Thursday, January 30th. So yourpartnerinlaw.com, that's how you always get your tickets. So, Ted, on this idea, and, I'm, and the, we, we have this at the office, you have it at the office, uh, anybody who's an advisor in the financial world, the CPAs, people that are working with clients, most of them ask a client, do you have an estate plan? And the client either says yes or no. Well, that's a good starting point. For no, well, okay, we can address that. But for the ones that say yes, there really needs to be a follow-up question. Well, what kind of estate plan do you have? When's the last time you reviewed it with your estate planning attorney? Is your plan based on a will or is it based on a trust? You know, and Ted, these are really common issues. They're, they're very common. And, and some people, like I said, ha- are, are straightforward and say, no, I never have and never, <laughs> never put anything together. And others say, yeah, I have one, but it was done 20 years ago when I didn't even have children or something like that I always get, right? So, so the point that I think Rick's trying to make is that this – is a process, and a one-and-done in this world is not the way this is generally done. Uh, that's why sometimes we're, we, we do a little bit of each of those, but big, big fans of trust for the, for the following reason. That is that trust really, irrevocable trust in particular, is a lifetime document that can morph with you as your circumstances change, whereas with will-based planning, sometimes we find ourselves uh, rewriting that document. Yeah, it's really interesting, you know, when we're looking at comparing and contrasting the various types of estate planning tools, we call them tools, they're documents that are going to either be independent documents or they'll be coordinated documents working with each other. It's a lot of bit, but what we call the design of your estate plan. And in order to come up with that right design, we really need to have a pretty deep conversation with you about you, your family relationships and issues, and, you know, what's your situation there, the type of resources that you have is becoming a new factor in estate planning that's very different from what it has been historically. Um, Ted, we've been talking about this quite a bit, and this is where the SECURE Act 
is going to have its greatest impact because pr- pretty much across the country, on average, folks' retirement plans are becoming their major asset. Well, that major asset used to be the family home and the equity right. in your home. Yep. And the way we would plan for the equity in a home is demonstrably different yeah. than we would do for the same amount of equity, if you will, in an IRA. Absolutely. Very, very different yeah, creatures. For a lot of different reasons. But but you're right. I mean, the primary asset most people used to have was their home. And and I, I, I've seen in over the last, oh, let's say, four or five years that these uh, – 401k plans or retirement type plans far exceed the value of most people's equity in their home without any question, particularly if you have two workers in the family. It's not uncommon that you'll have, you know, millions of dollars in these types of plans and as well as equity in the home still, right? But there are two different planning schemes that we go through when we deal with those assets. And it's the size of these accounts that is becoming troubling, especially for us Washingtonians. Uh, We do have an estate tax here, folks. And it's, you know, just a smidgen over $2 million, about $2 million four right now. It goes up a little bit every year, but the emphasis on a little bit. And the f- problem is if your major asset, your major liquid asset is a retirement plan, an IRA, and especially, you know, obviously if it's a taxable one, which the majority are still taxable, wow, if you have to pull out money to pay estate taxes out of your retirement account, and also then pay the corresponding income tax. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. can be a big, big bite. Yep. Absolutely. And then that's and that's basically the things that we worry about. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English We're gonna take a quick break, folks. We'll be back in just a few minutes. make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. A lot of people think, ah, I got enough money saved, and then they watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by 525 advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott. He's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has a couple long-term care planning classes coming up February 8th and the 21st. Seating will be limited for these, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. The class is free, and you'll get a copy of Brian's great book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. The SECURE Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here now for some good news. I'm here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, you'll be teaching a free class January 3rd to give people the facts they need. John, this new law affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trusts are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. 
I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand new SECURE Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets. Register now for Rick's free class on January 30th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and due to high demand, space is limited for this special class for the new SECURE Act. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, folks. Welcome back. Nice little music there. Hey, uh, we're talking about, you know, kind of some generalities in estate planning and what is and isn't an estate plan and why when people say, yes, I have a will, that that's not an estate plan. That's just like a document. And and sadly, Ted, as we know, probably 80-plus percent of people who have done a will, it's been done so long ago yeah. that it has little relevance today. Yeah, that's that's really, really common that I get those. Like I said before the break, that I get these people that said, oh, yeah, we, 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 we did a will when we were leaving on vacation 20 years ago, and we didn't even have children, and now we have children, and none of them are in my plan, and the people that I had in plan for my personal representative, which used to be called the executor, is now deceased, and they have all kinds of holes in these documents, or they actually have a complete set of documents, which would include generally an estate plans, a will or a trust, the powers of attorney for health and finance. And we do also what we call living wills, which is your end-of-life decision, and uh, we also do an anatomical gifting form, which most attorneys don't. But those documents essentially would comprise what we would consider a complete estate plan. Now, that plan is, uh, like Rick keeps saying, a, a process. It's not a one and done. It's it's one of those things that you need to change as your circumstances change and certainly needs to be reviewed every three years, probably at the latest. And certainly if it's more than five or ten years old, you need to make sure that you got everything together, right? Right. And with uh, these major changes in the tax code that are coming up through the SECURE Act, Almost everyone's going to have to readdress this on how we yeah. deal with our retirement accounts. I'm looking at my own personal situation and going, and you know, I'm, I'm working through the issues on, well, what do I need to do differently now in order to avoid, you know, the increase in taxes that the SECURE Act is going to impose on my beneficiaries? Because that's who the, you know, we're kind of pushing the tax can down the road a little bit. Yeah. There's a lot of good benefits in the SECURE Act for current plans, you know, for, for your own contributory plan for yourself and your own retirement. But as those retirement assets pass on either through a spouse or then eventually to your children, grandchildren, they're going to, you know, have a significant increase in taxes Potentially, yeah. Absent some, you know, planning updates to your plan. So we're, you know, telling, you know, all of our clients who have a revocable living trust, and or a standalone retirement plan trust, a standalone IRA trust, if you have one of those, regardless of who wrote it, um, what attorney put that together for you, it needs to be reviewed because the standard was to use certain types of provisions. They're difficult to explain in the radio, but they were called conduit provisions. The conduit provisions are what we call a safe harbor within the retirement plan accounts and within these retirement plan trusts. So the safe harbor trust there was the conduit trust. Unfortunately, under the SECURE Act, that conduit trust can result in significantly higher taxes depending on how it's used because, as we now know, that inherited IRAs as of this year, January 20th and forward, when your children or grandchildren inherit them, there are no required minimum distributions. Now, on the surface, you say, great, no required minimum distributions. The problem is it says, well, all of the account has to be liquidated, if you will, distributed within 10 years. So instead of being able to stretch out that IRA over your child's lifetime, so say if your child was um, you know, in their 40s, 45 years old, they're going to have nearly you know, probably almost 50 years um, to draw out that retirement plan under the old required minimum distribution rules. Under these new rules, regardless of their age, if they're over the age of majority, 
18 in most states. Or disabled, yeah. Or disabled, that's going to have to come out in just 10 years. This is going to have a major impact, and this is a tax revenue program for the federal government. I mean, we're always looking for money, right? So they're giving current plan owners a little break, and then the next generation is going to pay for that. So we do have a patient government in some regards on waiting for their taxes. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go that far, yeah, but, but, but certainly the, this, is, this, is, this is a reaction, Rick, to these plans really becoming much larger and a much larger portion of the financial sector than they ever anticipated, and people were able effectively to keep deferring these things through the generations and, and to do something that the government finally realized was not working with their tax scheme, right? That they wanted to pull more of this money back out of the system and into their coffers than allowing people to continually defer these until they ran out of people to help defer too, right? Essentially, that's it, right? Well, well, consumers, we all get kind of smart and savvy after a while. We learn, and we have learned how to legally um, use our retirement accounts and yeah. legally pass those on. And and more importantly, I think many people have been learning that you have different buckets of money within your estate. You know, you have your, you know, your wages and earnings. You know, that's a source. Then you have accounts you put aside for savings. You have investment accounts, and then you have retirement accounts. And spending out of each of those buckets has different ramifications, different taxes, different strategies. And so this cash flow management process within the estate planning is really important, and it's going to take on an entirely new um, thought process. When we have such a significant change in law, I may want to have a different behavior vis-a-vis my retirement accounts under the new law, such that those retirement accounts won't have as big a negative impact on my children when they inherit them. That's right. And so there's things we can do, but that's all going to take some education. And that's why we're doing our very first class on this subject. It's called Real Retirement and the Secure Act. Uh, Thursday, January 30th at 6.30. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Sign up for Real Retirement in the Secure Act. It's free. Get their tickets today. We'll be right back. The Secure Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here now for some good news. I'm here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick. And Rick, you'll be teaching a free class January 30th to give people the facts they need. John, this new law affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trusts are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch-out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand-new SECURE Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets. Register now for Rick's free class on January 30th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, and due to high demand, space is limited for this special class for the new SECURE Act. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. A lot of people think, I got enough money saved, and then they watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott. He's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has a couple long-term care planning classes coming up February 8th and the 21st. Seating will be limited for these, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. The class is free, and you'll get a copy of Brian's great book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. All righty, folks. 
We're back. I'm Rick Gregorick, law firm of Gregorick & Associates. Find us on the web, rjglegal.com, rjglegal.com. And, of course, you can uh, ask us a question there. You can fill out our client organizer. Uh, we do offer free estate and elder law consultations to everyone uh, that's listening out there to Cairo and uh, KTTH. Uh, we appreciate your patronage and uh, want to pay back by uh, offering you free consultations and then extraordinary legal services. So that's our simple goal in life. And um, so we really, you know, have based our practice a lot on education and making sure that our clients have a basic education in what is an estate plan and then how to tailor that estate plan for you. Because none of us are the same, folks. Um, We can be living right next door to a neighbor and they've got the 3.4 bedroom house, two car garage, the picket fence, the 2.3 children, a dog and a cat. Everybody looks alike. But then when we sit down and we talk about your goals and your goals for your beneficiaries and their needs and their wants and how we're going to put all this together, I can tell you, (laughs) you're all very different. We are all very different. And, you know, even though we may look similar from a, you know, perspective looking out on that on, you know, what is average, um, there is no such thing as the average estate. Yeah, that's that's a common misconception too, I think, Rick. And I get a lot of people that come in and they, I think they literally expect that they would talk to me for 15 or 20 minutes and they would walk out 30 minutes later with a will in their hand, and that just simply isn't the way we do it. I mean, I, certainly there are people that you could go to that would do that, do that, but they're not doing you any service by doing that. It really takes a rather lengthy discussion, and usually by the time I get done discussing things with people for an hour or thereabouts, it's one of these, wow, there's a lot more to this than I ever thought there was, and and that truly can be the case. Now, we don't want this to, to dissuade you from doing this, but having a good talk with it, uh, with an attorney about the subject can really help you kind of get a you know, square handle on what it is you're trying to do and make sure that your wishes are, in fact, implemented. It seems to you know, it's like an enlightenment. You know, I think we all know it's very important to have an estate plan, wills or trust, your powers of attorney, health care directives, living wills, all these basic core documents. We call this foundational fundamental planning. And then for those who have other goals and objectives, there's charitable planning through philanthropy, both, you know, pre-death and post-death. And there's gifting all strategies. Gifting strategies. There, there's so many different things that we want to look at. We want to look at insurance. We all have lots of insurance in our lives. We all hate it that we have all this insurance in our life. But Insurance and estate planning can be one of your better friends. It uh, has a lot of uh, good, legitimate uses. And again, we want to work with, you know, skilled um, insurance professionals. And when they're working with your estate planner at looking at different types of insurance products um, and the use of trust along with those products, um, there are some pretty um, profound benefits that can be um, can be achieved. We're going to discuss some of these at our upcoming uh, class, TED, on the 30th of January. Um, that's uh, Thursday evening, January 30th, uh, Real Retirement in the Secure Act. Folks, go yeah. to yourpartnerinlaw.com and get your tickets today. They're going to be gone, and then you'll be saying, I didn't get in, and you'll have to wait for the yeah, next and it class. It is a limited venue, right? I mean, I think 40, I think 40 people, yeah, it's a, 45 you know, people we, or something like that is the, is the c- capacity level. I, I know we're well over half uh, now. Yes, um, absolutely. And, and so this probably will sell out. And we simply, unfortunately, can't accommodate any more above and beyond that number because of the fire marshal up in that area. Well, and, well it's the room area. size, but, you know, on purpose, we these are classes. So yeah. it's going to be a classroom-type environment. Yeah. Uh, bring your pen and pencil. Um, it is a class, and we're going to teach about, you know, the basics and the fundamentals of integrated estate planning, estate and elder law. We'll kind of compare yep. and contrast some of that. Yep, and, then right. we're, and then we're going to weave in the SECURE Act, this new law. What does that mean to you? Because, folks, it is meaningful to you once you hear what it does and doesn't do. And it's going to change the way all of us look at our retirement plan savings and spendings as we go yeah. through life. Yeah, so you'll get a, a really good overview of all the things that we're talking about today, uh, like Rick said, with the second half primarily being dedicated to this SECURE Act and its potential impact on you. There are there are situations perhaps where it won't have any impact at all, but I, I would venture to guess that more of you will have some type of issues that need to be planned around with these plans than not. That's my guess. And and uh, we'll just we'll see. But uh, anyway, this class will give you guys a good overview about all of this 
uh, stuff. So we do encourage you to come out. So, folks, what we're really trying to say is, you know, estate planning, when done properly, it protects what you have today for you and your family today. And then it protects and preserves your estate for your legacy, for your beneficiaries, you know, which might, you know, probably starts with your spouse if you're married and then goes on to children. Now, you know, another area that I wanted to touch on just a little bit, Ted, was the we have an increasing number in our population of single adults, people who have either never married or have been single, never had any children. And I think people that are single like that and don't have children and don't have a spouse, they have some unique planning challenges. And I know that you have the same experience that I do pretty much that many folks that are in that situation are really struggling on what to do. Um, Do they leave to family members? Do they leave to charity? How do they do this? Many of them have their own businesses. Um, so it's a real complicating factor, and um, it, it, it sounds interest, you know, or weird, but you know, sometimes you know, these are the most difficult people to plan for because they don't have what we've become known as the natural fruits of our bounty to my spouse, to my kids, to my grandkids. Well, if you don't have those, you know, a spouse or that, um, planning becomes different. So people are either putting it off because they don't want to make the decisions, which is the worst thing in the world, especially if you are single and you become incapacitated and, you know, the law of unintended consequences. Who's going to step in to be your caregiver? Who's going to take care of you? Who's going to manage your money? If you've left that to chance and you don't have some of these auto built-in people like a spouse or children, and not that you don't have to do planning with those either, but it's much, much more difficult. And I know I've had some uh, lengthy discussions with many of my clients in that perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it happens quite a bit. And and, and the one thing I, I want to point out is don't, don't, don't let that paralyze you. You know, don't, don't let the fact that you don't have these people in your life prevent you from doing some type of plan because there are solutions out there. Uh, for professional fiduciaries and the like to help you uh, with this kind of planning. And, and then, of course, the end result uh, we, we commonly talk about with people, with charities and other organizations. We'll be right back, folks, after this quick commercial break. Don't go away. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. A lot of people think, I got enough money saved, and then they watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott. He's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has a couple long-term care planning classes coming up February 8th and the 21st. Seating will be limited for these, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. The class is free, and you'll get a copy of Brian's great book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. The Secure Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here now for some good news. I'm here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick. And Rick, you'll be teaching a free class January 30th to give people the facts they need. John, this new law affects everyone. 
The Safe Harbor Conduit Trust are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand new SECURE Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets. Register now for Rick's free class on January 30th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and due to high demand, space is limited for this special class for the new SECURE Act. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, we're back. Uh, hey, as I said, the tickets are going, so uh, get them now. Get them while they're available. This is a free class. We don't do a lot of free classes. Um, just because we like to defray the cost of these events and that so we can uh, manage your cost. But uh, we're doing this one to kick off the year. It's such an important topic for those of you who are truly uh, in the spirit of education and learning about this and what it means to you and your family. Uh, Real Retirement and the SECURE Act, Thursday, January 30th. Uh, Ted and I are going to be talking about this stuff, estate and elder planning, and how this new SECURE Act uh, how you need to address it for yourself and uh, for your family because you are going to have to make some new decisions. You're, you're going to have to make some new decisions. So, or at least um, be aware that you need to potentially Yes, if you choose not to do sure. it, that's fine. But yeah, we, um, can't, we can't make <laughs> you do anything. I, I guess that's another thing that's really kind of plays into what we do all the time, and that's trying to create some type of sense of urgency in, in this type of planning. And it's kind of hard to plant that seed in people sometimes, you know. I always kind of, uh, you know, kind of look back on these cases where somebody is terminally ill and the doctor asks them, do they have their affairs in order? And and surprisingly, that gets results, you know, but we really wish that it didn't have to come down to that for for you to do this type of planning, frankly, right? So that's why we Well, well, well Ted, don't I save a lot of money if I don't have to maintain my estate plan I, during my life? I, you know, the last-minute stuff is just no fun to do, right? Cause you well, run, it's very expensive sometimes, but it's very expensive sometimes to do that. That's, that's right. And, and, and rarely, when someone is critically ill at the end of life, regardless of their age... That is a terrible time to be thinking about this stuff because you have other more important things to think about, like staying alive, staying healthy, managing your issues. It's just not the time to do it. You know, we're not going to make the best decisions. We're going to be under stress. We're going to be under constraint. Um, That's exactly the point, right? It's just, it's just, we, we hope it doesn't. That's not your motivation, that you're just all of a sudden you're dying within a couple of weeks, right? That that should not be your motivation for doing this. I mean, responsible people, uh, I think that they know they need to do it, but even those folks sometimes just put it off and put it off and put it off until it's too late sometimes, right? And that's the worst case. Well, not to be blunt, but I often tell people, you know, if you're married and have children, grandchildren, that type of thing, and you don't do your estate planning, you know, I really categorize that as simply being selfish, because what you're really impacting is your spouse and your children and grandchildren. You're not going to get the best results, right? No, I mean, you're right. just not. And so um, I always say, you know, it is a process that all of us need to go through. And when we do it, it, it invariably, when we get through a plan, and yes, it's some work. And it's a little painful to sometimes go through it. A little self-actualization goes on. Uh, yeah, we we learn a little bit about ourselves sometimes in answering the questions, and I get so often, you know, I'd never thought about that, yeah. or I didn't realize that, oh, that's the way it works. Yeah. And so that's the importance of, you know, A, coming out to our classes, coming to your free consultation. We're going to get you as up to speed as it, as is humanly possible, but what's nice about it is we're going to be targeted in, on your stuff. You don't need to learn certain things about what someone who has a $100 million estate has if you have a $2 million estate. You're going to have different estate plans, right? Now, it doesn't mean that we, you know, one isn't more or less important than the other. The idea is that your plan for you, if it's tailored, it's going to serve you the best, and proper estate planning can save 
tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and in some cases up into the millions of dollars through proper um, tax planning, both uh, state taxes, but we also have to look at our income, our capital gains, and all these different types of issues. We're certainly seeing you know, income taxes become a bigger and bigger issue in folks' estate plans. The SECURE Act is going to complicate that now for certain uh, retirees and uh, relative to how we manage our retirement assets during our retirement because that's going to impact how we are going to pass those along now to our you know, either our spouse or our children. And with the new SECURE Act, we need to start thinking differently. We're going to have to run some different calculations, some different scenarios, if you will, on uh, how we do that. And so uh, we've been uh, hitting the education mode here really hard, uh, really since close to the middle of last year when the SECURE Act was passed in the House of Representatives mid-year. Um, and that was a strong bipartisan um, vote, 417 to 3. We don't see that terribly often in the House, especially on a tax bill. And make no mistake, this was a tax bill. Yeah. And so, you know, the government's really was pretty good about some you know, current retirees, you know, my, my own plan, there's some really cool things there that we can take advantage of, but you need to know about them to properly take advantage of them. And so we're going to be teaching all that out at our Real Retirement and the Secure Act class, uh, January 30th. And uh, you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and get registered for that. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get registered today. It's free. We'll be right back. Keep Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Hey, it's Story Monson with Brian Ott from 525 Advisors and host of Long-Term Care Radio. And Brian, we have another great question from a listener. Do I have to move into a nursing home to use my long-term care insurance? You know, Dory, actually most people start their long-term care journey in their home, and today's plans will pay for that care in your home. The idea of having a long-term care insurance plan is to be able to receive the care you need in the location of your choosing. Plans today are comprehensive, which means not only do they pay for care at home, they'll also pay for care in an assisted living facility, an adult day care, even a nursing home. By having a plan, you decide where you get to receive care. If you have a question for me, send it to me at 525longtermcare.com. You can also learn about new programs that pay you back if you never use your plan, and you can sign up for one of my free upcoming classes. Dude, my wife and I did. Sign up for one of Brian's upcoming classes. Classes are free, and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book, which has a ton of great info. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. The SECURE Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here now for some good news. I'm here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick. And Rick, you'll be teaching a free class January 30th to give people the facts they need. John, this new law affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trust are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch-out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand new SECURE Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets. Register now for Rick's free class on January 30th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and due to high demand, space is limited for this special class for the new SECURE Act. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law. 
right, here we go, into the last ten. Yeah, boy, we're wrapping up another hour, and, you know, Sunday without a Seahawks game. We're all kind of yeah. maybe, well, that's down a little bit. You know, maybe yeah. that's what the storm was about all week. You know, It would have been a much better matchup for the Niners, I think, than the Packers for sure. But we'll see, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and he sends to pull things out of a hat sometimes, right? So. Well, it's, uh, you know, there are four good teams in there. I'm yep. sad the Hawks didn't uh, come through, but, you know, I have to give them credit. You know, at the beginning of the year, most of these people, I mean, hardly anybody had the Hawks even remotely going yeah. to the playoffs, and most of them barely had us over a 50-50 season. Yep. And um, I think they have a lot to be proud of. I mean, a lot of young, yeah. lot of young guys out there. I think, I mean, I think the, they came around right toward the end of the year. Unfortunately, they need to get that same momentum earlier in the year, right, to make the thing work. Properly. And score more points in the first quarter, Pete. That's all I got to say. Yeah, score more points go. in the first quarter, certainly the first half. Yeah, Folks, and you know that was, speaking of planning, right, you know that wasn't his plan, not to have points on the board in those right. quarters, right? Of course. So these are... Other good reasons why plans sometimes need to be adjusted, folks, and <laughs> to get you to cross the finish line. You know, well, it takes some adjustment. They always say it. that the best plans are changed the minute the opening play starts, whether it's football, you know, whether you're planning for a war. Let's take something terrible. You know, you can have the greatest plan in the world, and then you execute, and for the phase one is your plan. After that, you must adapt now because you, what's the behavior of whoever you're attacking? What are they going to do? What's their response and yep. counter? So estate uh, planning isn't quite that brutal, but we do need to keep it up to date. We do need to keep current. Um, it's, you know, this last, you know, 15, 20 years, Ted, we have had probably more changes in the estate planning than we had the prior 50 years. Yeah, perhaps and, longer. And maybe even longer. I mean, the fundamentals are still there, but I think the impacts today are far greater when we're starting to look at, you know, disability, the high cost of disability during life, what that does to a married couple. Housing, things you know, of that nature that come into play now in these kind of planning scenarios. And, and, and really, it, it, there is a lot to this that, that we don't hear typically in shows like this. And, and one of those areas is this long-term care issue that's very prevalent and housing is a, is a very big issue for many, many, many of my clients in particular. You know, they're aging in their own home. They're not sure if that's going to continue, but yet again, they're not really sure where they would go or how that looks when they move out of their home, right? So there's a lot of planning that goes on in, in really the elder law context, Rick, that, uh, that really wasn't a focus of estate planning attorneys even 10 years ago, frankly. Oh, right? it's, it's dramatically changed. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course, this is the, as you call it so eloquently, the silver tsunami of yep. the baby boomers. 10,000 a day, folks. 10,000 right. every single day are, you know, retiring, so to speak. And the impact on the financial market is significant. But what you just touched on in long-term care, most folks, most of you folks, still don't acknowledge, you know, the significant cost. Um, or even the need that, period, right? Or even the need for it. it. It just escapes people's normal thought process that this may actually become an issue for them at some point. And all things that unravel from a financial standpoint, the older you get, will almost always begin with a health issue. Almost always. Oh, well, it, it's just staggering. Tip, yeah. You know, average cost, just, you know, if you have to go into the lowest level of assisted living, you know, you're still upwards close to, what, five grand Oh, you're, you're lucky, depending on where you are. But in, in this area, in Seattle and in the east side in particular, uh, I think you're lucky to find something less than 5000 typically, right? And, and then, of course, it, it goes up incrementally from there, depending on a couple of things. Number one is your ability to pay. And number two is your is your care level, right? So you, you you may find yourself starting off at one level, which would be independent living or assisted living, and then ultimately find yourself into a higher uh, caregiving environment that costs more money, frankly. Um, so so, but but it's not cheap, right? And particularly when you get two of you going on this, you know, at five ten grand a month, uh, it eats up nest eggs really really quickly, um, and. You know, used to be perhaps when I was young, a million dollars seemed like a heck of a lot of money for a lot of folks, and a million's now kind of the new hundred thousand, right? Yeah, it's, it, unfortunately, no, it's, right? it's really sad, folks. Yeah. But and 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 we address this, you know, when we're talking about your planning and we're working with you because it is critically important to make sure that your estate plan is properly construed relative to 
your estate. How much money do you have? Exactly. What type of money is it? How is your money wrapped up? And one of the challenges we have here in you know Washington, especially on the east side because of the popularity of real estate, is we have many, many, many clients who have the bulk of their estate tied up in real estate, right. which is not liquid. It, right. you, know, you can't spend that equity until you realize it. Right. And so as we age, these can become really significant problems. I always jokingly call it uh, dirt rich and cash poor. That's exactly what it is. And these are very difficult situations to put in. People have accumulated these properties you know, over long periods of time for their life. And you know, that's great. They've got great. substantial tax issues with these things. And, 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 and that coming down on you in a, in a short period of time is, is really a rough thing to plan for because there are, like I said, significant uh, tax implications for people that have had these properties for years and years and years and have a low basis in that property, right? So yeah, we're looking uh, at you know you got you need to sell the property to get cash to pay for your long term care. So then you're going to have to sell that house. What if it's a down market? So you're going to lose some equity there. You're going to have the cost of selling the property. Let's just average that out at about ten percent. And then if you have a fifteen or twenty percent uh, capital gains tax on top of that. Um, boy, you know, it really starts eating up yeah. that equity and you're not sure what to do with it. These are the types of issues we discuss with you folks. So I really hope you come out to Real Retirement in the Secure Act. That's uh, coming up January 30th at 630. It's the Country Inn and Suites up there in Bothell. A uh, nice little venue. It is a classroom. Come with pen and pencil class and uh, be ready to um, engage, I think, in uh, what will hopefully be a fun evening, but an evening of learning. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get your tickets. It's going to sell out today. It looks like the, phone, the uh, ticket sales have been going fairly strong right now. So uh, they'll be gone after today, most likely. So get your tickets, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Ted and I are going to be out there. We look forward to seeing you. So in this waning you know, few seconds... An estate plan, folks, is a process comprised of a series of different types of documents, either based on a will plan or a trust-based plan, and then all of your what we call ancillary documents that are going to provide additional support for what wills and trusts don't do, because nothing does everything. And that's what we need to do is you need to have the, an integrated plan. And then we're going to talk to you about how to bring in all of your professional advisors such that everybody's pulling in the same direction because you're the boss and we all work for you. So let's put that integrated team together so you get the benefits that you so much deserve. Hey, we'll be back next week. And until then, be safe and uh, go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.